You're listening to a podcast appearing on the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Scams are one of the most dangerous threats today, especially when it comes to our elders. As the number of victims and money taken continues to skyrocket, realize that there is hope. ScammerCast is your frontline battlefield for getting educated on the most recent scams, but also how to defend against them. Join us as we detail the processes, the traps, and the solutions to help us all hammer the scammers. Hammer the scammers. It's time for the ScammerCast. Here are your hosts, Curtis Bailey and Art Mays. Welcome back, everyone, to the ScammerCast. This is your co-host, Curtis Bailey. And this is your other co-host, Art Mains, and we are thrilled and delighted to be talking today with some folks who are really working on the front lines to address a serious problem for seniors' quality of life, longevity, and their ability to withstand scams. That's right, Art. One of our strongest convictions here at the ScammerCast is that the more we can keep older adults connected active and learning that the more likely it is they can avoid becoming a victim to scams and fraud. Exactly, because you know we've talked so many times about our third R of scam prevention, which is reach out and, and spread the word and reach out to check it out as well so that if you're not sure about something, you've got people around you that you can ask, well, what do you think? Is this thing a scam or not? Well, that's right. You know, isolation is one of the hallmarks of scam susceptibility with a lot of new research being done that shows that staying engaged mentally will help improve the cognitive functioning even as we get older. In other words, continuing to learn can ensure a healthy mind. That's exactly right. And, and we are so much uh, wanting to support that. And that's why we are delighted to have with us today Ellen Irvin and Lynn Beechner from Senior Learning Network and Generations Learning. Welcome, Ellen and Lynn. Thank you. Glad to be here. Sponsored by Midwest Trust and Western Union. Fantastic. Well, Ellen, let's start with you. Tell our listeners about your background and what led you to start this project. Well, my background is, is in education. Back in the day, I was a history teacher and did a lot of other things. But in the early 80s, I got really interested in educational technology and had an opportunity to run a video conferencing consortium of rural schools here in the state of Missouri and saw that video conferencing was a really neat idea. It was pretty cumbersome back then, but I knew it was a really good idea. Technology changed and evolved, and Lynn and I met, and uh, as I said, the rest is history. We both had a common view that we wanted to continue to learn as we aged, and so we put together the Senior Learning Network initially and, and just recently followed it up with Generations Learning. And Ellen, what ages or uh, classes did you teach during your educational career? Well, when I was teaching back in the day, I was a secondary teacher, high school. Spent 10 years in the classroom teaching history, contemporary issues, you know, political science type things as well. Right. And then went out and did a lot of other things and then came back into education, but under educational technology and became a system administrator and did all that as well. Okay. Okay. Lynn, give our listeners a sense of your background and what led you to uh, join Ellen in this project. So I'm Lynn Beechner. I started my career as a middle school math teacher. So I have a background in education. I went into administration. And that's how Ellen and I met. 
we knew the power of technology, particularly of video conferencing and how much it opened up the world to everyone. We started talking and everything kind of went from there. Well, that it is really cool. You guys clearly have a passion for education, and starting out uh, as a middle school math teacher meant that you really paid your dues, didn't you, Lynn? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, although I'm not so sure teaching history to high schoolers was uh, was an easy well, chore either, Ellen, right? Well, right. Well, and then you throw in uh, doing the uh, pep club and the cheerleaders and the sponsorship <laughs> as well. It really was, had such challenges. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, that That's the thing with a lot of teachers is it's not just teaching classes. It's all the other stuff they expect you to do. Yeah. That's right. So you both have mentioned that you you recognized early on the power of the video conferencing. Lynn, what was it about that technology that really showed potential to you? Well, I noticed that students were much more engaged when they were uh, involved in in talking with someone, it's like having a first-hand source rather than just reading about something. So it was that excitement that it generated in students, I think, that taught me. Terrific. That's really cool. Yeah. Ellen, what, what uh, do you share that? Is there something else you would add or something different? No, I, I completely agree with what Lynn said. You know, most students today are, are very visual right. and in their learning, and that actually now is still a component of adult learning as well. We like to see things as well as read about them. And that's what video conferencing opens up because you're seeing and you're talking, say, to a park or to a content provider that talks about scanning or whatever it happens to be. So you're actually seeing and engaging with the person that you're, you're, you're talking to by video conferencing. Right, okay. So it seems like it's a, it's a much more interactive model of education as opposed to the old passive uh, go home and read the lesson and and come back and answer questions kind of model. Right, right, exactly. Ellen, uh, why don't you start? Uh, Tell us what the Senior Learning Network is and what kind of programs you offer. Senior Learning Network was our original uh, organization that we formed, and this takes interactive lifelong learning to senior centers, walk-in community centers as well as retirement communities where people actually live on on the premise and what we provide is extensive list of programs that are all interactive it could be from a presidential library it could be from a museum it could be individual speakers and the generally activity directors or the director of the uh, walk-in community center will go in review the programs select one and say okay, we'd like to have this one presented on the network, then they schedule the time that they would like to have the program, and then we go about connecting with the content provider. And we use a video conferencing product called Zoom, which is if you can click on a URL, you can use Zoom because that's how easy video conferencing is these days. And they see and they talk to whomever the request went to, if it was a museum, a presidential library, or just an individual and they present on their topic, and people get to ask questions, which is what we think is really important, that they be able to ask questions and receive responses, which separates it from just watching a streamed event or something like that. Right. Now, Lynn, do you find that that seniors are also more engaged with, with this technology? We hear a lot about seniors being digital immigrants rather than digital natives. And so are they intimidated by this technology, or is this something that they take to pretty readily? I think once they've done it once, 
it is, and so they take to it pretty readily. It's the getting them to try it the first time that's sometimes the challenge because they don't have confidence, many of them, on the technology. But once they start it, they love it. Oh, good. Yeah, I've heard a few seniors say, oh, I don't want to do anything like that because I don't want to blow up the computer. And I I just can't even imagine a computer exploding on a desk, but (laughs) that's the fear. Uh Uh-huh, it is. Do you provide then a catalog of different kinds of programs, and and how do you find the content providers? And that's to either of you, either Ellen or Lynn. Okay. We have two websites, one for centers and then the other is for individuals. And on our center website, we have pretty much a catalog of things that are available that they can choose from, and there are hundreds of programs that are listed on the website. So there's a lot of variety whether it be in the arts, whether it be self-improvement, whether it be health. What, you know, this all history is huge. People really like the history part. So there's just a variety of things that we can choose from. On our Gen Learn side, we generally go ahead and schedule that. We try to meet, and we've had some meetings. We've had one meeting so far to just kick this program off with our our participants and ask them, what would it, what is it you'd like to see? And then we try to find that and put it on the network. And all they have to do is go to the calendar, click on the link, and they're there. I see. At the appointed time. Okay. Uh-huh. So this uh, Gen Learning, which I believe is Generations Learning, uh, Ellen, uh, why don't you tell our audience about this program and how it might differ from what you've been doing at Senior Learning Network? First off, Generations Learning is our 501c3 we went ahead and, and formed that into a nonprofit. And the difference is, is that this is entirely focused on individual learners in their homes. Now, you know, generally speaking, the Senior Learning Network has tailored itself to older adult learners. But in reality, Generations Learning is open to about any adult, including people that have handicaps or reasons that they can't get out as easily as some of the rest of us can. For example, there's a a woman in New York City who is only in her 50s but has severe arthritis, which limits her. So as Lynn said, we asked for listings of ideas that they would like to find out more about. And one of them is actually coming up next week. Somebody wanted information on making wine. Oh, great. Uh, and, okay. I'm know, in. <laughs> so so we're, we're doing all kinds of different things. We have actually done one from uh, a lot of people may have heard of New Belgium Brewery. Mm-hmm that uh, did a thing on beer making. You know, it's not all history and, and that type of thing. We try to be pretty eclectic and, and bring in different opportunities on the generations learning side. That's really terrific. So it's not limited to just people 60 and up or 65 and up. It's it's no. any adult that wants to participate, right? Right. That, that's exactly right. And we have partnered with a new organization called uh, Virtual Photo Walks. And what John Butterall of Virtual Photo Walks does is he really tailors to people that truly have debilitating illness like MS or other issues. So John does what we call virtual photo walks, and he's having one today, as a matter of fact, on taking people virtually out on a fishing trip. Mm. And so they're going to talk to a Canadian master fisherman about the art of fishing on uh, one of the lakes in Canada. So we're doing all kinds of different things to try to give people choice and what they learn. So if they want to learn about fishing, they can tune in today. If they want to learn about winemaking, they tune in next week. 
That is really, really uh, incredibly cool. And so it, it does allow people who might be very limited in their ability to get out for whatever reason to experience the world and, and go fishing on a Canadian lake. I think that's yeah. really incredible. It's really enjoyable. A couple of weeks ago, we had an opportunity to do a virtual field trip from uh, watching the sunrise in Hawaii hmm. on, at the Volcano National Park. And that afternoon, we did a walkabout uh, in Barcelona at the Basilica that's been under construction for 130 years. So we got to do both in one day and never got on a plane to go do it, to see it. So that, that is uh, just an incredibly cool technology. And so what benefits do you think the older adults receive from participating? I mean, it sounds like a great way to have enrichment and broaden horizons. What kinds of benefits do you think the older adults or, or any adult receives from participating? We had one participant send us a note, and she has pretty bad arthritis. And she said, basically, thank you for giving me an hour where I was taken out of my pain. Mm. So that's really pretty powerful. We've had other people say things like they felt valued, like someone cared. They were giving them, the, you know, by providing this kind of service that someone out there actually cared about them. So there's a lot of things, you know, there's a lot written on especially loneliness and the adverse effects that it has on you physically. So we're hoping that this has great amounts of um, benefits for mental acuity, just being sharp and being able to talk to people. The whole concept is there are all these people there, and you talk back and forth. You talk with the presenter. You can talk back and forth with the other people. I I know Ellen and I have made great friends all over the world, and it's just been through, through video conferencing. So there's so much potential out there, and like I said, the benefits vary according to what people are looking for. You know, Lynn, that raises an interesting point because oftentimes we maybe focus on the negatives of technology and, you know, kind of the gloom and doom and the and the bad side of technology. And believe me, we see a lot of it here at we the ScammerCast. We hear a lot about it. We've had a lot of guests talking about the dangers and the risks of technology. But this truly is an example of one of the absolute positive benefits to technology and being able to maintain connection with people who otherwise couldn't. Isn't that right? Do you you believe that as well, Lynn? Oh, absolutely. We also have, we encourage seniors as well to present on the network. So if they have interesting life stories, if they have talents, if, you know, whatever it is that they want to present, we talk to them. And we've had one person who, when she was 75, went to Malawi, Africa as part of the Peace Corps. So she spent her time in the Peace Corps when she was 75. She came home. She wrote a book about it. She sold the book, and the proceeds went to help fund schooling back in Malawi where she was. And so she's just a a fascinating woman and a great example of, you know, you're not dead yet. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. No matter what your age. So we we have a lot of people like that on our network as well. That is a great story. 75, joins the Peace Corps, goes to Malawi, writes a book, and then presents on the Senior Learning Network. That's a great story. 
So we hope that inspires our listeners out there, too. You know, as Lynn said, you're not dead yet, so you can still contribute. That's right. All right. Well, we are going to go to a break now, but we have been talking with Ellen Irvin and Lynn Beechner of Senior Learning Network and Generations Learning. And we'll be right back. It's time to take a break during this episode of the ScammerCast. Have you liked our effort on Facebook? Visit the link via our website at scammercast.com and be sure to share any of our informative articles with your friends and family. It's all about education and protecting our seniors. We'll be right back. A recent study found that most older adults fear running out of money during their retirement years, even more than their fear of death. A trust can be an effective way to manage and protect your assets while you're alive. Now, many folks believe that trusts are only for rich people. They are not. Midwest Trust Company of Missouri, located in Clayton, Missouri, offers professional trust management for clients all across the country. Using Midwest Trust is a great way to know that someone with experience and integrity will manage your wealth objectively. Naming Midwest Trust can provide you with peace of mind in knowing that you or your parents will not be exploited financially and lose all of the assets acquired during a lifetime of hard work. Midwest Trust will even work with you or your parents' own financial advisor. Don't let fear of running out of money drive your life. Contact Midwest Trust Company today by visiting the link to their website at scammercast.com. The Discipline to Grow the strength of experience, the ability to adapt. Values that endure. Midwest Trust. Thought about a career in voiceover? Need a great cost-effective on-hold message for your organization or business? Don't know where to start? Check out The Voice Farm, your one-stop shop for voiceover needs. Check it out now by accessing The Voice Farm at voicefarmers.com and see what difference can be made with a company that is truly outside the box from the voice box voicefarmers.com that's voicefarmers.com this is paul's tree service a person is calling through relay missouri this is operator Uh, thanks but we're not interested who is that Uh, just one of those annoying telemarketers wrong you just hung up on a customer one who wanted to spend money with your business A customer who happens to be deaf, hard of hearing, or who has a speech disability, calling you through Relay Missouri. Relay Missouri is a free service that allows people who are deaf, hard of hearing, or who have a speech disability to communicate over the telephone with you and your business. Don't hang up. This could be new business. For more information on Relay Missouri, take a minute to log on to RelayMissouri.com and open the door to a whole new group of customers. Become part of a growing community that is silent but can speak volumes for your business. Relay Missouri brings the hearing and deaf, hard of hearing, and people with speech disabilities together at no charge with no sign-up and no monthly fee. Log on to RelayMissouri.com and find out how you can start communicating with these new customers today. Wouldn't it be cool if your advertising could last forever? It can. With perpetual advertising, here's how it works. Magazine, radio, and television ads are efforts that people might see or hear once, and then they're lost forever. Perpetual advertising provides you with the chance for repeat exposure and replayability weeks, months, even years after it's originally inserted inside a podcast. 
So even if your advertising is included in a podcast years ago, those efforts are still impactful, providing you with true return on investment, real impact, thanks to perpetual advertising. Are you ready to change the way you and your company or organization advertises? Find out more and launch a unique perpetual advertising effort now by visiting twoguystalking.com forward slash sponsors. There was a day when the villain was easy to spot. These days are different. Today, scammers impersonate their victims' loved ones and make up an urgent situation. I've been arrested. I've been mugged. I'm in the hospital. And plead for money to resolve it. At Western Union, we want to help. We remind you to never send money to people you haven't met in person. And always verify before you send. You work hard for your money. Don't let a few minutes with a scammer separate you from what's taken days, weeks, or even a lifetime to work for. Western Union. Move money for better. Welcome back to ScammerCast, your headquarters for the education and prevention of scams against our elders. Let's dig back in with your hosts, Curtis Bailey and Art Maines. Welcome back. This is Curtis Bailey, your co-host at ScammerCast.com. And this is Art Maines, your other co-host here at ScammerCast.com. We are visiting with Ellen Irvin and Lynn Beechner of the Senior Learning Network and Generations Learning. Uh, ladies, we've learned a lot from you today, and we're uh, excited to learn more and share that with our listeners. So, Ellen, what do you think are some of the most, some of the favorite topics? It sounds like history kind of leads the pack there a bit. Yeah. Are, are there other yeah. areas? Absolutely. History, uh, you know, if asked directly, I will tell you that the seniors seem to enjoy history more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And we do have a lot of requests for various history-type programs. One of our favorite presenters is from the FDR Library in Hyde Park, New York, and he's Mm. been presenting on the network since the inception. We're also finding that, given choices, they will reach out to other possibilities. A lot of science right now is going across the network. Mm. Um, There's an organization in Texas called Connected Texas that is presenting a lot of things on the solar system and the planets and and things like that. Before, they had some money issues at NASA. NASA would present on training the astronauts Mm. uh, to go into space. So space, science, history has been a big item. But once we put in... Uh, older adult out with an interesting story. She was talking about the lady who went to Africa. There's also a, a woman that presents on the network who spent World War II in the attic, in an attic in Belgium, wow, much wow. as Anne Frank did. Right, right. But her outcome was far better. Yeah. So she talks about living through the war in the attic of a house in Belgium. There's a lot of different stories out there, and we are trying to harness as many as possible. And like Lynn said, we want to prove a point. As long as you're breathing, you're not dead yet, and you've got something to contribute or something you can learn. And we feel, and as science uh, and research shows it, that this does help maintain mental acuity, overcome isolation and depression and all those things. Story on my side, I, I, I was hospitalized a while back, and one of our people that had been with us for a long time told Lynn, she says, like, I know Ellen so well, I feel like I ought to bake you guys a casserole, <laughs> which is what sometimes people do when, you know, somebody's ill. Yeah, and yeah. 
And that's true, because we have a lot of friends on the network, as Lynn said, that we've never met in person, but we consider them good friends of ours. That's so, terrific. With the help of Russ as well. Yeah. yeah. So, Ellen, uh, when did you and Lynn actually launch the Senior Learning Network? That was about four years ago. We changed technology along the way. We were starting uh, with another product, and the technology is changing so fast that we now have been using a product called Zoom, which we just find remarkable. It's all PC-based, and you can use it on a tablet or your cell phone even. But we did that four years ago, and within the last year, we've launched our Generations Learning, uh, which is kind of a name that can stand for anything, but it says, hey, we can all join together and learn from each other, which is kind of our long-term goal, is to take what we do actually across the world and get people talking and realizing that, hey, we've got a lot more in common than we have differences and maybe help make a dialogue of people learning and understanding from each other instead of fighting and yelling at yeah, each other. Yeah, I like that. Uh, oh, and I, we think the potential is there to do that. Right. So what, what kind of growth have you seen uh, over the four years now that you've been doing this kind of work? It's been steady. We're a startup, so we don't have a lot of money for you know sophisticated marketing but we do a lot of the social media things and word of mouth we find people that uh, call us up and say well i've heard about you or i was googling something on this and that's how i found you uh, so we're always looking to expand and to grow and once people find us and start receiving programming they're just sold on it immediately because there's such a variety and most people find that they get tired of just watching tv or something <laughs> Yeah. that this gives them an option and they can engage and learn something new, uh, either going to their in, within the retirement community or senior center or even now within their homes, they can still learn something new. That is really, really cool. And we actually presented, Curtis and I, a program on scam prevention a while back. And, right. and that was a very rewarding experience for us because we reached folks from North Dakota and North Carolina who are out in rural areas and might not have access to some of the information that we want to present to help them stay safe. Did you get much feedback on that? I mean, did, did people find that interesting and valuable? Yeah, they, they found it very helpful. Good, and it was good. through programs like yours that we knew we were going to expand that so that it provides information on issues and topics that affect us in the daily world. And scamming, as much as I hate to say it, tends to focus on older adults and you know we want to have you back and you know you have an open invitation to present on either one of our networks because it's important that people learn as much as they can and not you know fall prey to some of the bad forces that are out in the world today right well you can count us in we're definitely on board for doing more with you guys and reaching more folks that live maybe in areas where they don't have scam trainings available or they're just too far from any of the big city resources that would help them stay safe and informed. So, yeah, you know, in the interactive nature of the technology, I mean, it's one thing for Art or I to be up in front of an audience and maybe giving a lecture and, and people not interact, but it, it was quite remarkable the interaction through the technology, even when we did the presentation. So, we're grateful for the opportunity and look forward to partnering more in the future. Yeah, we have a lot more to say. Uh, what we did was kind of an intro, and, and I know that th there's more that we could say on the scam side, but also a lot more we could say 
on the identity theft side and also on cybersecurity, since right. that's an area of focus for us. So definitely count us in. And, and um, where else do you see the senior learning network and generations learning evolving? In, in what direction do you see it going? Well, I think well, right now we're looking at just uh, more steady growth just in general. It, it, you know, as, as Alan said, we're thinking about we'd love to start connecting people internationally mm. to help them start having conversations with each other that forge, you know, a relationship. Because once people get to know each other, uh, a lot of the predetermined ideas they had kind of fall by the wayside. So, you know, that's our dream is to is to have those international conversations. That's fantastic. No one wants to add anything to that. Yeah, Ellen, uh, how about uh, from your side? Well, we're also trying to do some different things. Even here, we have a contract uh, with a Native American organization. Her name is Randella Bluehouse, and she is over the Native American Senior Organization. And hopefully, we're going to help her broadcast her conference that is going to be in New York State back to tribal elders who can't make the trek to New York. Right. So we, we think our network should be available to help people do things like that as well. Mm. Uh, and one of the things that you were both saying is that we feel that we want to take it into rural parts of the states, uh, no matter, you know, there's so many places that are more isolated than what we are sitting in sure. two metropolitan areas right now Right. that need or would like to have this information. So we are always looking at, at trying new ideas and, and new things like that to help spread the news about the senior community, whatever that means. So, uh, Ellen, you've mentioned the website and social media, So, and it sounds like you have two distinct audiences, really, number one being the facilities, and then number two, actually, just individuals. So tell our listeners how each of those groups would reach out to you to learn more about the network and more about signing up for programming? Well, it's very easy. Our website for the Senior Learning Network side is seniorlearningnetwork.com, and we've got information on there about what we do, and our contact information is at the top of the screen. They can either email us or phone call. Be happy to talk to them and we always say that uh, our first video conference that we present to anybody within a retirement community or senior center is always free so they oh, can get good. an idea of how it works. You know, because people still are a little bit apprehensive because of all the, oh, I've heard video conferencing is so hard to do, and this is easier than Skype, and so many people Skype these days. Right. What we use is easier than Skype. And the same thing, our Generations Learning website is genlearn.org. There's information there. They can fill out a form and send it to us. And uh, we're in pilot right now on that. So we're looking for more pilot members, people that want to try this at home. And like I said, this will work on a laptop. We've got a lady that has an old Windows 7 uh, <laughs> tower, and she just plugs in a, a USB web camera, and she's on it. Uh, it can work on a tablet. It can work on a cell phone. So that, you know, there's a lot of possibilities to connect with us. So genlearn.org or seniorlearningnetwork.com is the way to find us. Okay, terrific. And so, I mean, I could imagine that uh, Curtis and I would be uh, producing programs for both sides of that. And I guess uh, Generations Learning is more of an on-demand kind of, of platform. Is that how that works? I would say so because we, 
we go out and we pre-select what we put out there. Like I said, today is a fishing show, and we hope to have a live dive if the weather permits tomorrow mm. from the Channel Islands. Somebody's actually diving into the water to show the, the fish around Channel Islands in, mm. in California. So we're pretty eclectic on everything that we do. So are, are there uh, any limits to how many people you can have in an individual class or session, Lynn? We can have up to 200, but we don't really think that's a really good idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, what the software can do is that uh, it can put people in rooms so that uh, if there's a speaker and they want to have people start talking to each other, they can break them up into the rooms. And then the speaker can go around and, and chat with people in the individual room. We have not done that yet, but that is an option. We'd like to keep it around 20, 25 at the most. So that's kind of our little cutoff rate. But like I said, you know, there are some ways to facilitate that if there are more people. Very good, very good. So I also wanted uh, to give you an opportunity because uh, to talk about Generations Learning because it is a 501c3, so uh, charitable contributions are tax deductible. And uh, is there any different channel that you used to talk to folks who might be interested in donating? That's the best way to contact us, just right through the website. And we'll certainly have links to uh, both of those websites, as well as also uh, your social media links uh, in the show notes uh, to this episode so that our listeners can definitely uh, reach out to you and, and learn more. Yeah, and I think that as we uh, have more programs on Senior Learning Network or Generations Learning, we'll also have links to those Absolutely. on our page at scammercast.com. Ellen, do you maintain an archive then of previous sessions that subscribers can link back to and watch a recorded ver a ver version of? We can, but I tell you, uh, if, like, for instance, if, if, when you guys are presenting, if you would like to have the recorded version, we can certainly do that. But a lot of the museums and, and content providers really ask us not to record. I got you. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And it's all about the live interaction. Yeah, them. right. So you sure. do lose, certainly lose an element of that, definitely. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, good. I mean, that's a key strength for you guys is yeah. the, the live interaction. And I would right. imagine, Ellen, there might be, I don't know, copyright issues or payment issues or something like that. Yeah, right. of course. There's, there's, okay. there's various reasons. But like I said, we absolutely do have the capability of recording it and having it available and, like, for certain presenters like yourselves, we could easily do it. But, you know, like, for example, as we found out, the, the presidential libraries are not very excited about us doing that uh, <laughs> for their own reasons. So, you know, we just have to be aware. Right. Yeah, and right. sensitive to whatever their particular preferences might be. Yeah. Right. No okay. Exactly. Okay. No I would like to just comment a little bit about on... Your, your presentation on scamming because I just think it's so important. I, I remember when my mother got a telephone call saying it was my son, her grandson, and he was in jail and pleading not to tell his mom and asking for money, and she felt so terrible. And so they just play on people's fears and emotions, and, you know, it's just a terrible thing, and I can understand why people would fall for it. Yeah. But you really, education is so important in that area. 
I mean, even at our home, we've had calls from the IRS. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, yeah. those kind of things. And people aren't aware of it. The fear that they try to instill, it, it's amazing. So I, I really appreciate what you guys do in trying to help prevent that. Well, thank you, Lynn. Uh, we, we appreciate those words. And, if, if, and I appreciate you sharing the story because, right. again, that's what we're here to do is to let everybody know that there, there's there's no shame in talking about our experiences because it will right. help everybody be stronger and and hopefully prevent these scammers from doing their their evil deeds to other folks. Right, and that's why we're so excited about the platform that you guys have created, both on Senior Learning Network and Generations Learning, so that we can continue spreading the information so that people know how to recognize and respond and what to do to reach out in order to shut this stuff down so that you, the seniors stay safe, they preserve their money, which preserves their independence and their choices, and we all help, we hope, to have a better world based more in honor and on honesty rather than you know people trying to rip everybody off. Indeed, so. indeed. Lynn, how did that uh, situation end up? My mother declined to help, but she felt terrible, and then she called me and I said, oh, mom, my would never call you and he would call me right yeah <laughs> if he was in jail but uh it it turned out fine good but it could have easily i could see where that could happen oh it happens i mean the, we see the news reports all the time in fact there was yeah. a lady here in the in the st louis area not too long ago that lost over a quarter million dollars right to that mm. very scam you know once they mm. set the hook then uh, they keep going back and going back for more yeah, so again, that's why we are very interested in presenting more and having archived programs on your platforms because we want to get the word out there as much as we can, and that's why we're so delighted that you guys are on the show today telling us and our listeners about this uh, incredible opportunity for people to stay connected and overcome isolation and enrich themselves at all ages of life. Yeah, so for our listeners out there, if you are uh, an adult, please Go check these websites out and look at the programs. If you're a caregiver or Definitely. a professional that works with right. older adults, please, by all means, take the time to visit with the older adult in your life and show them th these uh, programs that are available. It will help maintain the connection and, and sharpness as they get older. Ellen, is there uh, anything else that you would like to tell our listeners before we uh, once again reiterate how they can contact you and then wrap up? Well, I, I'm glad you brought up the caregiver because this can be even respite care for the caregiver. So many times they are within the homes and they themselves need to have a break. We feel that the content that we're going to develop and the content that we already have could just be enjoyable for the caregiver once they have a time to sit down and relax a little bit. They, they could tune in and learn something new as well. I really appreciate both of you asking us to discuss what we're doing. We're very passionate about it. We would love to have anybody that wants to contact us, please do so. I'm always available basically all day. Uh, that's my job is running the day-to-day -day, uh, piece of this. And I, if all possible, I will even answer the phone when you call. I don't let it go to voicemail if I can re avoid it. So please uh, contact us and get more information. We'd love to have you on board and either organization. Super. Lynn, do you have anything, uh, any final comments you'd like to leave our audience with? I, I, I don't. 
don't. I think Ellen did a great job of summing it up. <laughs> All right. Cool. cool. And I didn't pay her to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, we are so honored and excited to have Ellen Irvin and Lynn Beechner with us today from Senior Learning Network and Generations Learning. We will post all of the links that they have mentioned in the show notes. And please, we encourage our listeners to go visit, look at all of the programs they have to offer. You'll be amazed at what they have on the, their network. Yeah, and it's such a way that you can support the seniors in your life in continuing that lifelong learning, which is so essential for quality of life, and overcome isolation, which also helps improve mood and overall well-being. So. Uh, thank you very much to Ellen and Lynn for all that you're doing and for your time today as we record this episode of the ScammerCast, and we hope we reach lots and lots of people. Yes, indeed. And until next time, this is Curtis Bailey, your co-host at the ScammerCast. And this is Art Mange, your other co-host at ScammerCast, reminding you to spread the word about our podcast. If you like it, share it with a friend or with a colleague, and be sure to go to our page at ScammerCast.com and leave us a comment. So until next time, thank you for listening and help us to hammer the scammers. Thanks for listening to this episode of the ScammerCast, your headquarters for education and protection of our elderly from scams worldwide. Be sure to visit us at ScammerCast.com where you can send us your stories and tips as well as send us your feedback, visit our Facebook presence, and more. Thank you for listening to this episode, and until next time, hammer the scammers. The information we share in this podcast is meant for informational and educational purposes only and should never substitute for appropriate legal, financial, or medical advice from qualified professionals. Always consult with an attorney, physician, or financial professional for the correct advice for your particular situation.